With your help in 2023, Helping Up Mission is launching a new outreach for moms and newborns with nowhere to go. To help women and children in need, go to helpingupmission.org. A Brighter Media Group original. Hello and welcome to Your Day Brighter, the podcast. Real reasons to have hope in this world. I'm your host, Tracy Tiernan, and I am honored to have one of my favorite people in the whole planet uh, in the studio with me. Her name is Nikki Lerner. Hey, hey, hey. She's back on the podcast. I'm back, baby. People are always asking, <laughs> when are you going to have Nikki back? Here I am. And here she is. Now, Nikki Lerner, she is a culture coach. Um, she is a singer-songwriter, an artist. Uh, she is a lover of mashed potatoes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> love me some mashed potatoes. Tell them what else I love, Trace. You love purses. I do love purses. She loves bags. Like every, I am the bag lady. Every holiday, every birthday, it's like I'm, I'm looking for a new bag for, for And Nikki. I like bougie watches. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and you love sauerkraut. I do. I love sauerkraut, and I'm, you know, I'm tired of hiding it. Thank you. I'm tired of hiding it. You, you and salt and vinegar potato chips, those two. <laughs> uh, but if you talk to me close, I'm a close talker. Like, I'll have a breath mint. Don't worry. <laughs> and you're, you're, all, you're all one of the best huggers as well. Oh, thank you. Anyone that knows you knows this, that when Nikki gives you a hug, she mm. means it. And none of this, oh. like, church side hug business. We're talking, Ugh, like, like wrap no. you up like a... No side hugs for me. No. No, I love hugging. <laughs> I'm long and broad, and if you haven't met me in person, I'm six feet tall. So I tend to wrap <laughs> people up in my arms when I hug them. Um, and, yeah, no side hugs. I'd rather you give me a fist pump. <laughs> give me a fist pump of praise. Um, that actually feels more authentic than a side hug, so I'll take the fist pump. <laughs> Your hugs are honestly, like, one of those things that just... I put my heart at ease hmm. because it's, it's a beautiful thing to be hugged by someone who means it. Yeah. You know? And, you know, it's hard out <laughs> here for those of us whose love language is touch. Yeah. It's like everybody likes to talk about all the other love languages, like all the other ones are legit, except for those of us who have touch. Mm. And touch is my love language. And it doesn't always have to be creepy. <laughs> you know? Like, no. I mean, hugs and just... You know, a, a, just a touch here or there, a, yeah. a hand on the back, a yeah. handshake, a, you know, that that communicates a lot of love. And I just found this out, actually, this is a rabbit trail, but I just found this out that for a lot of people, um, you know, touch that way, it calms nerves and anxiety. Yes. And I had never really thought about that before because I'm not mm -hmm. always aware of my own kind of ner nervousness or whatever. But I'm like, yeah, that's so true. Yeah. So safe touch... Mm -hmm is really important. Safe, we need to learn how to do it. It's pure, a skill. Pure, beautiful. Yes. It's yes. a skill. It's a skill. And it can be done. It can be done. Yes. And I think we have um, we have a good culture, a good circle of friends that does this well. Don't we? Oh, it's awesome. When our friends, when we, a group of friends, we get together, man, we hug. <laughs> we do. We, <laughs> and are, we mean We it. hug. We, are, we sit close to each other. We hold each other's hands. We, we kiss do. each other. Like, We're I like, love it. We rub one, uh, one another's backs. Like, yeah, like it's family like, and it's not creepy. No, it's, it's. Or at least nobody has said it's creepy yet. <laughs> <laughs> For all we know, there's another podcast out That's there. Right. About, you know, my creepy friends. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully you and I are not uh, references. On <laughs> oh That's my okay. gosh! You and I will hug each other, and we and, will, and, we'll, and it'll be good. <laughs> be good. It'll be good. Lest you think that our podcast conversation today is about, about hugging touch. and about creepiness, it's not. <sighs> um, it's actually just a couple of friends getting together. Mm -hmm. 
um, thinking about the end of a year. Mm-hmm. And as we head into a new year, I, I mm. really wanted to sort of unpack with you, Nikki, what are some things that we learned in this past year? Something mm. that I think is really important is that we are aware of our own lives, that we're mm. actually paying attention mm. to our lives. Unexamined life is not worth living. Mm. Um, it, it's a good thing to pay attention to mm. your life and to notice uh, what are the areas that I'm growing in? What are some of the spaces that I've gotten into this year that that seem to be recurring problems for me? Mm. What is God trying to teach me there? How mm. is God trying to grow me and shape me? Has there been a theme mm. that's come up a few mm-hmm. times this year? Like, could it be the Lord of the universe is trying to get my attention? I mean, we are Jesus followers and, mm. you know, we talk about having a personal relationship with him. The Holy Spirit is a wonderful counselor. He is all up in your business. And I'm so glad that he is because he will like, you know, hello, absolutely. pay attention to this, pay attention to this. So we're going to talk about it. We're going to talk about some of the things that we learned um, this year and even give you uh, some practices, some things that you could do that would help you position yourself for 2023 to maybe pay closer attention to your life next year. So if if maybe you're like, you know what? It was a blur. I'm just hanging on. I'm just, <laughs> I, you know, I'm so glad that you're here. I'm so glad that you made it through. You made it through. By God's grace, we made it through. Um, so what what can we do about what's come behind us? We can't change it, but we can learn from it and yeah. grow from it. And what can we do about what's ahead? We can get ready for it. Yeah. You know, so... Let's do it. Yeah. What do you say? You know, as you were talking, I think one of the most important things to consider in reflection Mm -hmm. is to look back over the year to see where we had courage. Hmm. You know, I I think we don't always think about things like that when we're looking for courage or we're looking for um you know some of these characteristics that we we aspire to i think it's kind of human to to always go and look out there you know let me go look at that person who looks successful let me go look at that those people over there who seem to have it to get together right but we forget that we're people too yeah and what that means is that even though we may have struggled some places over the year or maybe some things that haven't come to fruition what i'll bet you is is that if each one of us looks back over the year and asks a question like where did i display courage Mm, what a great question nikki right where where did i overcome this year Mm. uh what are what are the wins that i had right because here's what i what i know about people most people have not spent an entire 12 months of the calendar losing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like most people I know, I don't know about you. Okay. I'm sure there are extremes of people, but most people, even people that have had a a very hard year. Yeah. Every moment of our lives was not spent losing. That's what I know to be true. Yes. Right? That we have displayed courage. Right? And so... I think one of the most important things of reflection is to get into the habit of studying your own life first. 
before you go look out and buy the newest whoever book or get the latest you know, CD I'm getting or all whatever. The books, right? You're getting all the books. You carry I'm getting around all with of them. them. Y'all, so Tracy you. used to carry a, a big bag full of books. <laughs> it was like 50 do. pounds. I you still, still carry do. the thing around? I don't. Girl. I know that there's a thing called a Kindle, but I want, there's nothing like mm. a, a book with a hard now, cover. I feel you on that. I got to touch it, feel it, see it, highlight in it, and rip it apart. And cry right? in it. Exactly. All My of the husband things. would be so appalled. I, uh, <laughs> he's also a lover of books. But I think. It's very important for us to look inward first. Yeah. Let's study our own life first, hmm. right? See what principles we can get. And then, again, before we start studying, you know, some random person that lives in Chicago somewhere, right? How about the people right around you? Hmm. What have you seen in the lives of your friends? Yeah. Right? Where are you seeing courage? Where are you seeing overcoming? Where are you seeing some new patterns? Really and, and start to reflect there right where we are. Because I actually think it gives us um, a lot of respect and a lot of awe for our own community mm. and for ourselves. Mm. That's beautiful. So what if we throw out some questions mm. for you during this podcast that you could start thinking about on your own? Um, consider this podcast like just a couple of your friends yeah. um, that are just kind of guiding you through. If you're mm -hmm. like, I don't know how to reflect on my life. We're just going to give you some good questions to think about. Mm -hmm. And and here's the thing. We're going to talk about this uh, towards the end of the podcast. But um, I want to talk about your journaling practice, Nikki, mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. I think that can be so helpful mm -hmm. in helping you maybe start the new year fresh and even learning some ways that you can um, be an observer of your mm -hmm. life and a learner of your life. Yes. So great question. Where have you where have you demonstrated courage? Um, what are about what are some of the wins yes. that you had this year? Great questions. Can I throw those questions out at you, my friend? How would sure. you answer? Tell me, <laughs> tell me about courage in your life this year, and tell me about one win. Mm. And I know you've had many, but Gosh. you know, just one win. Well, I'll tell you a, a place where I've, I've had some courage and. And, you know, we just came off of a long conversation before we hit record. Um, you know, for me, um, I am I am displaying or have been displaying some courage around uh, looking at some of the vulnerabilities in my life. Um, you know, I it's funny. I, I perceive myself as someone who's very open. Mm -hmm. And I'll never forget. I don't know if I was talking to you or I was talking to somebody else. I was like, yeah, I'm open. And I think it might have been you. I was like, um, <laughs> I, I don't experience you that way, you know. And I'm like, what? What are you talking about? You know, but I think the, the reality is, is that I am, I am an open book until we get to about 90%. And then I'm like, whoa, mm, we're good and we're good. You know, that should be enough for you. And scene. Right? And scene. And I think um, this year, more than ever, um, where I've found courage is trying to uh, experiment with, mm. that's how I, I, I term it, experiment with being a bit more vulnerable with yeah. people, um, a bit more honest <laughs> with some things in my life, and just experimenting. And seeing what happens and seeing if How's I don't die. How's it felt so far? How's it? <laughs> well, well, I'm you still didn't here. <laughs> I didn't die. You didn't die. I didn't die. But I will say this is it. it some of it has been very uncomfortable. Mm. Um, honestly, it's been really uncomfortable. Uh, and that's okay. It is okay. Because I have a couple of mentors in my life that always say that your level of growth going forward will be determined by the le level of discomfort that you are willing to sit in. Oh Willing is the key word. Um, I also read a quote That's that really good. said, uh, I don't know who said it, 
but I've heard it several times from mentors of mine. You can have anything if you are willing to feel everything. Mm. Now, as, as a, an Enneagram 7, that sounds like death to me. As an, as an Enneagram 4, <laughs> that sounds like my, the ocean I swim in, baby. I know. I know. I'm like, you go ahead, girl. Go on swimming that ocean. Come on, come on. You go ahead. I'm going to watch you over here the from the sand. The water's fine, baby. The water's <laughs> right. fine over here. Yeah, I'm sitting on the beach with the big hat <laughs> under the umbrella and the cabana with a little drinky drink in my hand, right? Like... I'm like, hey, I hope you're good in the deep end, right? I'm going to stay out here on the sand until you test it out, right? I think you're making such a great point, though. It takes courage it does. to be vulnerable. It does. And it's not comfortable for no. many people. It's not comfortable. But I know you and I both really appreciate the work of mm. Brene Brown, yes. Dr. Brene Brown, who yes. talks about that being, you know, our, our superpower. Yes. Um, you know, the ability to be vulnerable and transparent with other people. It it tears down the defenses of other people. It you know, really it like does. builds a bridge. Mm-hmm. Boy, if you, you're longing for closeness in your relationships, yeah. let them see who you are. And what's the worst that could yeah. happen? Well, you know, I think too, you know, if anybody's listening and they are thinking, "Mm, that's where I need to press into. I think the most important thing, part of this courage is to know the truth that we do not live in a world where we will be vulnerable Mm -hmm. and everybody will treat it with the respect that it desires. That's right. Right. That is what's true. Mm -hmm. What I want to be true is I'm going to show my underbelly a bit and everybody's just going to be so kind and thoughtful and say the right things. That is a lie. Right. (laughs) So I think that if we can go into something like that, knowing the truth, there are going to be times that I um, go 95 percent vulnerable. Right. And I'm going to get kicked in the teeth. (laughs) <laughs> right. Or somebody's going to kick me in the gut or it's not going to feel right. I'm going to have the, you mm. know, Dr. Brown says the, the vulnerability hangover. Right. Right. That's, that's all true. And there's also going to be a lot of grace and a lot of reception yeah. and a lot of closer uh, connection with your community. So that's been a place where um, I've certainly taken some courage. Um, I'm proud of you for it. Hey, thanks. You're worth knowing. And I, I mean, really, <laughs> thank it's, you. it's an honor when people show you, as you said, their underbelly, yeah. when, they, when they share their heart with you. Yeah. Uh, it would be a, a beautiful world if we all knew how to handle that when, when people do, if it was always treated with respect and tenderness. And we know that it's mm-hmm. not. But that kind of leads me to the next thing um, that I want to throw out there. It's mm-hmm. just a great segue into it. And, and that is something that I've been learning. And that is that outcomes are not my responsibility. Ooh, say that again. Outcomes are not my responsibility. Obedience is. Mm, yes. Obedience to, yes. To, as a follower of Jesus. Yes. Right? Um, I want to be obedient to him. In fact, I, I want to be radically, like I want if Jesus says do it, I want to like do it. I'm not there yet. I'm a yeah. work in progress. Yeah. But, but I, I, I want to honor him with my life. The outcome of what I do to be obedient to him is not up to me. That's right. That's up to him. That's right. And that will really free you up. And so when God is calling you, for example, to take that step of courage and share Mm -hmm. your heart and be vulnerable, um, the outcome of that is is not necessarily the thing. It's what you did Mm. in demonstrating that courage to grow your own heart and to share your heart. 
And, you know, it could be in a room of of 50 people and only one really got it. Mm -hmm. But boy, that boy, it'll be really worth it to that one, won't it? (laughs) Yeah. Gosh, what you're saying is so important. Um, And I co-sign that 100 percent because I think we, we can get really caught up when we are trying to control the outcome. And uh, for most of us, I, this is particularly a female thing too, for sure, is if it, if the outcome doesn't happen the way we think it's supposed to, then we we point the finger back at ourselves and say, well, what did we do? We well, did what's it wrong. wrong with us? Yeah. Oh, or totally. then not only do we look at ourselves, then, then we over-spiritualize it. Yes. Well, I guess God didn't think I was worthy enough to do this and this and like, no, come on now. Come on now. No, we're not that powerful, right? But when we're trying to control the outcome of something, mm-hmm. we can get very selfish, mm-hmm. right? Looking the other way, as you're saying, that the out- the obedience is what's Im- important, not, yes. the, not the outcome, helps us actually lean into humility mm-hmm. in our lives, right? Because we lean in, we do what God wants us to do, and then we we leave it with open hands. We open our hands, right? yes. Yeah. Oh, gosh, that's so beautiful. It's freeing. It's very freeing. Yeah. I'm going to jump out for just a moment because I want to uh, give honor and gratitude to our wonderful sponsors. It's the Helping Up Mission. This is one of the brightest spots in Baltimore. I absolutely love these folks. Now, you know, homelessness is especially tough if you're a woman or a mother. Domestic abuse, that's a common reason why some women become homeless. Others are struggling as maybe a result of addiction and substance abuse. In Baltimore, 32% of people that are experiencing homelessness are women, and 20% have children. Think about that for a moment. A new mom should never be homeless. With your help in 2023, Helping Up Mission is launching a new outreach for moms and newborns with nowhere to go. Their beautiful center for women and children. This facility is amazing. It provides a safe, loving home for up to 200 women and their children where they can recover from homelessness and addiction and find long-term solutions to the challenges that they face. You can help hurting women and families in Maryland break the cycle of homelessness and addiction. To get involved in one of the brightest places in Baltimore, just go to helpingupmission.org. We're so grateful to have them as the sponsors for Your Day Brighter, the podcast. All right, Nikki, let's jump back in. We were just talking about outcomes mm-hmm. and how how outcomes are not a responsibility but obedience is Mm. um that is very freeing i think that was the Mm. the last thing you said is it's really really freeing when you're like you know you literally you do what you do um because you know that you're being obedient to what god has called you to do and then you open up your hands and and trust him with what the end result is going to be now i can tell you this can be very painful Mm -hmm. i I, this is what i've been wrestling with this Mm -hmm. year i mean it's been a big lesson for me um to literally walk through something, feel like I'm doing what he wanted me to do and just let go of how I thought it should end. Girl, I mean, think about this. Here's a challenge. Challenge. For your listeners. Okay. What if you took that principle, which I believe is true, and applied that to your weight loss goals? Hello out there. Or your gym goals. What if you could, you know, because you know it's coming every year. People are like, oh, I need to lose that last 15 pounds. Let me go, you know, <laughs> let me go. Let me eat nothing. Uh, let but me eat nothing but sauerkraut. I'm going to have sauerkraut. <laughs> when I really want mashed potatoes, <laughs> right? But like, what if you were just obedient to the fact that you knew that God wanted you to care for your body 
Mm. Like, what if that was that was the goal? A deeper principle. The goal was to care for your body, and you just knew that the little changes that you made every single day, it's going to have an outcome. Okay. Just like, you know, the 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 small decisions to eat mashed potatoes every day had an outcome that you had nothing to do with. <laughs> like, you know, that, that 15 pounds didn't just show up on its own, right? Like you had, you were, you were there at some point, right? But the same thing on the other end, like yeah. what if you were just able to release that? Oh, that's good. And just focused on the obedience I think and not the scale. Yeah. I think that's, it's brilliant and true because obedience, it's faithfulness, isn't it? Yeah. It's like, let me be faithful mm -hmm. to do what I'm supposed to do every day and mm -hmm. literally trust that that's what I'm going to do. Yeah. And the outcome will happen when it happens. Let me give you an example. Yeah. Here, here's something I learned this year. Um, I learned that what I need to do every day um, to be the healthiest that I can be not only in my body, but in my mind, mm -hmm. in my thinking, mm -hmm. is exercise. Mm -hmm. I wish it weren't true, guys. I wish it weren't true. <laughs> I'm the girl that never oh. wanted to do to be doing the exercise. That's right. But I've I've learned it. I've embraced it, mm -hmm. and I now know myself well enough to know that when I'm having a a bad day, yeah. I got to get on my bike. I got to right. get on that Peloton. It's just, it's saved my life. It's changed my life. Yeah. Well, and if you think about it, you're making decisions for 80-year-old Tracy right now. Bingo. Little by little. It's like what you said. <laughs> yeah. It's like every day doing the right thing That's to right. take care of my body. That's right. That's all I can do. I mean, tomorrow isn't promised, but I can right. be a good steward of what I have right now yes. and are, these bodies were made to move yes they were made to move and when we move uh, we we feel better it's god's so gracious yes. at how he designed these bodies to release those endorphins and the, i yes. mean like god's little happy hormones that get released and you feel better yeah uh, he, th that actually makes me think of um another principle i've thought about this year Tell and me. it's connected which is um <laughs> i have more time than i think i do <laughs> <laughs> or, oh no <laughs> i know your Is listeners are true? gonna hate this one they're gonna hate unpack this one, that one right? for me i have more time than i think i do or i have more time than i say i do so like there are things that i you know want to see happen in my life right things i want to do and then the reason then i don't do them and i'm like i just don't have the time to do them like i want the dishwashers out the dishes out of the dishwasher <laughs> right i don't have the time i'm about to leave the house okay well let me see do i really not have the time so here's what i've been doing this year <laughs> i've been timing so i've been timing all the stuff that i'm like i don't have the time to You've do been it timing? i've been timing it we're on what like a stopwatch or something yeah. like get out yeah because oh. i'm like is it true Nikki. Or am I just living into something that I, a narrative that I just made up? You've been So, timing. I mean, this does sound like a strange thing, but the dish, okay, the dishwasher. Okay. I'm like, okay, so right before I have to work, now I work from home, but right before I, I go to work, right, in my office, I'm like, I, there's no time to, to unload the dishwasher. It's in the morning. Like, I got to go to work. Okay, let me see how long it actually takes me to lo unload the dishwasher and load it back up. You know how long it takes me? How long? Six minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and you know this because you I timed, timed it. it. I timed it. Oh my god. And it doesn't matter how many dishes are in the dishwasher or dishes that are in the sink waiting to get into the dishwasher. <laughs> it takes six minutes. Okay. So now every time I'm like, I don't have the time to unload the dishwasher. I'm like, do I have six minutes? <laughs> yes. And the reality is if I don't have six minutes, I got bigger problems than a full loaded dishwasher. Okay. All right. So like, can you just drop the mic right now? I mean, 
Look, I have more time. I'm all about. I'm all about trying to get out of these limiting stories. I don't have time to work out. Is that true? Mm. Here's what I what I what I notice. Uh, my my trainer. I work out with a trainer uh, because it's important. Um, and so I work out with a trainer, and he says exercise is cumulative. Mm-hmm. So five minutes is better than no minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, ooh, okay. Do I have five minutes? Yeah, I got five minutes, right? So I put my, I started to put my kettlebells under my feet at my standing desk. Oh. And in between my client calls, yeah, I'll do a kettlebell exercise. Is that right? <laughs> yeah, I will. I will do it, and I'll do it for five minutes, or I'll do it for 15 minutes, and then I'll get on my next call, <laughs> and I'll have the call, and then I'll go back to the kettlebells, you know, or whatever. On days that it feels like, right, the narrative is, I don't have the time. But I started timing myself. That's amazing. Because I'm like, you know, the, the, I say I want these things, Right. I say I want these things in my life. And but when it's time to do them, I have every excuse in the world. And it's usually around time of why they can't happen. And so that has been actually been really powerful for me. That's amazing to say, is it really true, Nikki? Do you really not have time to do you, you you have no time to do, you do zero minutes. <laughs> like you can't take 15 pound dumbbells for five minutes and do like 10 reps. You you don't have time for that. <laughs> well, you must be the most important woman in the world. <laughs> so that's been an important principle of mine because I think, and I don't know if anybody else is like this. Sometimes the stuff we need to do and we procrastinate about, yeah. we're like, oh, it's gonna take all day. It's gonna take eight hours. No, it's actually probably gonna take eight minutes. That's, okay, so this is groundbreaking right here. <laughs> I'm just saying, because really you're nailing it for all of us. Right? Oh, don't we all say that? I don't have time to dot, 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 fill in the blank. What, mm-hmm. here, I'm gonna, okay, so I'm gonna add to your principle. Yeah. Um, something that, could actually help you even have more time. Yeah. You might even be able to unload my dishwasher if you Oh. Sweet. What 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 I've learned is that I I I thought I had a handle on it, but I need to to be working on constantly a healthier relationship with my phone. I know. You are all up in the business right now. I'm all up in the business. Yeah. This is Say listen. More. Listen. Say more. Do, do not let the end of the year go by without seriously evaluating mm. your relationship with your phone. No one can mm. be honest about this but you. Okay, you can, you can, you do the work. I can't do it for you. Mm. But I have looked inside my heart <laughs> and I shudder to think of the time that I have literally given away to nothing. Yes. By scrolling mindlessly on my phone through uncurated stuff That's right. that has nothing to do with what my life is about or what I say is important to me. Mm. So we need to fix this. Yeah. Well, we you need- know, if you got time to scroll, you got time to work out. Come on. <laughs> Come on. And that's why, you know, right? I, that's why I do work out because I, I, yeah. I literally cannot even reconcile in my mind saying yeah. I don't have time to work out when I know. Mm. So like, what if, what if that was something that at the end of the year, you're like, okay, give yourself a grade. Mm -hmm. Great. What is my relationship like with my phone? Is this technology running my life? Is Mm -hmm. it sucking the life out of me? Is Mm -hmm. it wasting my time? Does it reflect, does does how I handle it reflect the things that I say I really care about? Mm. And and if the answer is no, it, it doesn't. Let's do. Let's get a handle on this. That's let's right. let's go after this because otherwise, mm. it's only going to get worse. You guys. That's right. 
is only going to well, get worse. It's designed to do that. Totally. And it's the totally makers designed of phones to suck your... and social media and all, they've told you it's yeah. designed to do that. You realize <laughs> you, you're not the client, you are the product, exactly. right? Exactly. It's, it's, it's designed totally. to absorb your attention yes. and your time. That's right. Yes. Yeah. So there's there's so many of us. It's like I really want to write that book, but I don't have any time. Mm. Well, I mean, let's let's keep it real, right? <laughs> so you've got an hour for your phone, two hours for Netflix, and let's be honest, six hours for your favorite show, oh, right? To my binge. Goodness. Like we've now. got time to do that. You know what else we've got time to do? What? Um, sit around and talk negatively about ourselves. We've got time for that. Um, we've got time for useless Facebook conversations, right? But we don't have time to write 15 minutes of our next bestseller. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Nikki! I mean, seriously. Like, you've, you, you, you've said it right there. I mean, we, gosh, we are so infatuated with our phones. Uh, and I was thinking about this the other day. You know, I love, I love when people are present with me. Yeah. Right? Because I'm present with people. And I mean, you know, when we hang out, you don't see my phone anywhere. No. Right? You no. don't see my phone anywhere. It is hidden. I know. I don't see it. And the best thing that you can do is just put your phone away. Put it away. When, particularly when you're with people you love. Yeah. Right? Um, and some people, probably people in our homes, it's harder for us to do that because we're with them all the time, you know? Um, but even then, I think that could be a really good place to look mm, at. Right? Good place to start. Yeah. Here's another challenge. Do it. I thought about while you said that, is as you reflect on your life over the last year, ask yourself, do I need to go one layer deeper? Hmm. Hmm. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Sometimes I think, like, you know, we chose something at the end of 2021, and we're like, doggone it, in 2022, I'm going to work on this thing, whatever that thing is. Yeah. Right? And then we work on it. 2022 and we're all excited like oh I did it I started it and then we're ready to move on to the next thing right we're like hey I started that book club awesome okay what do I want to do in 23 well how about mm, I know what you're saying. moving the book club from once a month to twice a month mm -hmm. right how about you started working out hey that's great how about working out four days a week instead of three, right? Like, how can we go one layer deep? Go deep On the things that we say are the most important things to us instead of adding. Mm. Like, there's nothing wrong with adding. That's so good, Nick. But what if wow. those things, I think, because I think, Trace, for most That's of really us, good. there's like two or three, five at most, <laughs> right? Things were like, ah, oh, we really want to see these things. Let's keep going the layers deep. Keep peeling back the layers until it's time to move to the next thing. Man, that's beautiful. That's you know? beautiful. I, I love that. And that, that is like something that I've, you just put it on my heart right now. Like if I could pick one thing in my life where I'd really like to go deeper, it, it, would, it would be writing. Mm. Um, I've, you know, I'm that person that, yeah. you know, I feel like there's books in there mm -hmm. and God wants me to do it. Yes. And I've got all these excuses and then I'll dabble and then I'll put it aside. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and even like the songwriting, you and I are mm -hmm. both, both songwriters. You know, I, we, we have a friend, a mutual friend, our friend, yeah. Beth, yeah. Beth Gross, who talk about going deep with her songwriting. <laughs> yeah. Gift. I mean, she, she's in her sixties yeah. and she just keeps peeling back the layers yep. and going deeper, 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 deeper. And what is coming out of her is is beautiful art. Yeah. Uh, I, I really love that. Like instead of just kind of touching the surface, 
yes. on a bunch of things. What if some of those things that we've touched are actually really connected to a treasure that God put in us and we actually explored it a little bit deeper? I really love yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, and I'm just, I'm spitballing here, uh, <laughs> Tracy, but like this will be an example, like for you. So you put out this great record, right? How long ago was that? Four years ago. Okay, so four years ago. Okay, you put out this great record. Thank you. How many tracks are on that? That mm. record, remind me. 14. Okay, 14, 14 tracks. You, you you could take that record and do an entire teaching series for a whole year on using the songs from your record. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. Do you know what I mean? I've thought about this for my own work, yeah. right? Like, oh, man, that jam. So many of your songs are my jam. But, y'all, she's got this jam. Uh, oh, it goes like, you are, you are everything, everything <laughs> that is good. Right? Yeah. That is my jam. <laughs> I love that song so much. It, just, it makes me want to, like, open up the windows and put oh, my afro out the, out the window. It's just you know, <laughs> crazy. You. But, um, you know, I mean, you... You could you could take six teaching lessons out of that song, hmm. right? You could develop a whole sermon series or a whole book on late bloomer. You know that could be a whole book, just just peeling back the layers, right? There's so much more in there than just that one expression of the record. That's an an expression, right? But everything in that is so rich and so beautiful, right? And it's got so much more story to tell stretch it out, right? And for so many of us, I think in our lives, I actually think we could stretch things out more than, than we give them credit for. I'm talking to myself too, by the way, because um, I, I, get, I get bored easy. <laughs> it's just my, my personality. I'm like, ooh, I like to <laughs> start stuff. What else can I build? <laughs> yeah, I like to start stuff. And then once it's in maintenance, I'm like, mm, no, let's do something else, right? Enneagram seven here. Um, <laughs> but like, what if we were able to go one layer deep on those things, wow. right? To get just that next layer deeper until we get to the point where we're like, you know what? I think I reached the end of this. I squeezed cool. all the now goodness let's just out. do something else. You, I, I'm, I can't stop smiling. You, you guys, I wish you could see. Uh, like, <laughs> she is. She's smiling. I can't stop really, smiling. Really big. <laughs> because you've really struck something inside of me that, that makes mm. me feel excited. I feel yeah. excited about unpacking that more. Um, mm -hmm. I did that. I did that album four years ago and I really never got a good squeeze out of it. Yes, and I've and heard I, you say that several times that you, you you feel some kind of way about that. I do. I I, right? I did one beautiful concert and uh -huh. then a couple other like little things uh -huh. with like little, a song here or there. But yeah. I actually like I got so shy about promoting mm. it. I just got yeah. I got and I was exhausted. <laughs> oh, because it was like a year of dude. People don't know how long it, how much like energy it takes to do a record. <laughs> oh my god! I feel you. After it's done, you literally feel like you've given birth. I yes. And you're like, I need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> but Nikki, I think what you're saying though is re-energizing us for the things that we have already began and touched and explored. But maybe, but maybe there's more there that God wants to show us. Go a layer deeper. I'm mm -hmm. going to, I'm going to hang on to that. And I'm, I'm going to promise you, my friend, you keep me accountable oh, because in 2023, because right. mm -hmm. uh, I've been thinking about this yeah. and I just feel like you just confirmed something and re-energized me to explore that deeper. So mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to go deeper with late bloomer in 2023. Yeah. Well, you know, if you want, I mean, we could do it together. Come you on. You could do this with your music. I'll do it with mine. Deal. And 
we'll try to do that together. Say, what is the next layer of some of these songs and those kinds of things, you know, to keep stretching this goodness. It shouldn't, it shouldn't have to end there. It shouldn't have to end. Late Bloomer shouldn't have to end with a record and an awesome concert. It's still blooming in my it's heart. It's still blooming. It's still, it's still got some life in there. Yeah, it's like a blooming onion. <laughs> <laughs> you know, when that thing comes to the table and you're those. like, ooh, ooh, like, ooh. Oh, I just love those. They're like golden brown that little and spicy, glistening. Spicy mayo on yeah, the side. Man. Man, oh, this good. is so good. It's the Outback. It's, it is the Outback. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. we should move on. <laughs> um, <laughs> now, listen, as we're wrapping up um, this really fun energizing, profound conversation because that's always what we have together. <laughs> mm-hmm. I really, you are just one in a million. Oh, back at you. You are. I just, I, I love you so much. I love you. And just delight in um, your wisdom and your perspective on mm-hmm. the world. Um, can you just very succinctly, for someone who's never done this before, um, how would someone begin a journaling practice? Let's mm-hmm. say they're like, okay, 2023, I'm going to be more aware of my life. I'm going to be a student of my life. Yeah. Um, what would be just some principles that we could do, get into journaling yeah. with. Well, the first thing is, is that you have to embrace that there's no rules. I think a lot of people don't journal because they have an expectation of what it's supposed to be. You know, like it's supposed to be books and books of beautiful writing and perfect penmanship and, you know, so somebody <laughs> 25 years from now can find your journal when you're gone and be like, oh, it's the journal of Jennifer Taylor, you know. <laughs> I'm going to make a movie that's out right, of I'm it. I'm going to make a movie out of it now, right? Because that's how... Netflix that's series. Right. That's what we talk about journaling. <laughs> but really, I mean, think about it this way. If you have to change the language, change the language. Yeah. Maybe it's not journaling. I like to see, look at it as capturing. Hmm. You're just capturing important moments or glimpses of things that you want to remember or you want to try to work through on paper. Because a lot of times, what if you can get it on paper, it's out of your head. Yeah. If it's still in your head, it's spinning. Yeah. Right? And so just get something on paper. A lot of times for me when I journal, it's a word. It's one word on a page. But I'll tell you, when I go back to that page, I know exactly what that word means. Is that right? Oh, absolutely. Like, like I might, uh, I, I know there's several pages that just say courage. Wow. Or they might say um, something like uh, wisdom or something, right? I know exactly what it was because when I wrote that word down, I remember how I felt and what was going on, mm. right? Sometimes it's three words. Sometimes it's a couple pages, Sometimes I turn the journal upside down. Sometimes I turn it sideways, right? But be creative about it. And here's the other thing. This might sound a little on the surface, but I think it matters. Find a pen that you really like. Hmm. Find some colored pencils. If you draw, draw. Like if you want to cut things out of a magazine and put it (laughs) there. Like if you scrapbook. There's, there's no rules, yeah. right? Find something that feels good in your hands. Because yeah. if you're using some crappy pen, you know, with some journal that your Aunt Betty gave you that you really don't like, but you don't want to waste the paper because you're trying to be environmental, you know, like, oh, I don't know, whatever. You're not going to write in it. Right? <laughs> so, make sure, so make sure that the conditions are, you know, good. Particularly if you have a, a trouble journaling. <laughs> 
<laughs> I've done this I just before. I was thinking about Aunt Betty and that journal that she and gave you know, me with Aunt the little Betty bunny rabbits on it. It's all it's, jacked, you know, right? <laughs> like it's the the pages are purple. And you're like, I don't even write on purple pages. I can't yeah. even see my own writing. Right? It actually matters. Do it. it actually does yes, matter. It does. And don't keep yourself like. There's no expectations. There's no like. Right. Well, I started in January and I missed the first week of February. So now it, it's all done. It's all over. It's over. Stop. I've failed at journaling. No. no. Pick it back up. Pick yes. it back up and, and and just start where you are now. There's no rules. But I will say this. When you get to the end of a year, it's really cool to go back and look at some of the things that you wrote because there are some things that you'll go back and you'll say, oh, I remember when I felt like that. I don't feel like that anymore. Mm. Or I remember working my way through it or... Oh gosh, I totally forgot that that was an idea that I had. Yes, you know? yes. And now you're carrying that into the next year, or yes. now you can see some patterns. Oh, you know, this time of the month, um, you know, <laughs> I, I tend to eat more, and then I feel bad about myself. I talk down to myself, right? There's that. That's a pattern. You know, when I'm happy, this is a pattern. When I'm work too much, this is a pattern. It really mm. helps you look at your at your life and your thoughts. So there's no rules. At, no, no rules. That is beautiful. None. And and I, I love your very practical advice that um, you really should take. Find the kind of journal that you like yeah. and the pen that you love because yeah. it'll glide on the pages. Yeah. Just it really, really does matter. And remember, this is for you. Yeah, it's, it's not there to serve you. You're not there to serve it. Exactly. So don't you don't have to self-edit. We're walking around this earth editing ourselves all the time. That's right. Your journal is for you. You don't have to edit. I use it like I'm talking to the Lord mm -hmm. because he's the one that knows everything anyway. Yeah. So I just, I, I write in it like literally like I'm talking to him about what's going on in my heart. And sometimes I'll even find in the process of writing mm -hmm. that he's letting me know, you know, Trace, quit, quit playing around. You're not being real with me right now because mm -hmm. I'm I'll be writing to for somebody else, yeah. you know, for well, in case somebody else sees That's it, right. I'm like protecting people as I'm That's writing right. and the Lord's like, just tell me where you're at because this is between you and me and nobody else. Yeah. So, and some of you, if you're worried about like your kids finding your journal or somebody you're married to or whatever, finding a journal, you need to write in code. Yeah. Like seriously, write in code <laughs> that, you know, if you write this word, ain't nobody going to know what you mean. Right. By that, some of you need to do that. That's okay. Not not everybody needs to be privy to all of your thoughts all of the time. Just because you're not sharing everything with everybody in your world doesn't mean that you're being misleading or anything like that. No, you're a person. You're, you're a working person. through stuff. Yeah, absolutely. And there's no rules. Like if you want to write in it in January and pick it back up in May, do don't it. feel bad about it. That that's maybe that's your rhythm. Right. Like what if that's just your rhythm? You write in your journal three times a year. And that's your rhythm. And maybe your friend Becky that's okay. doesn't do that. That's fine. That let Becky do that, you know. But whoever Becky, I don't know who Becky is. But she's but, judging you. But she's just, judging you. We she's know so Becky's judging, judging you. Uh, <laughs> I, I brought a couple of my journals here. I, I just, Ooh, cool. you, see, you see here? And, yeah, and these are only two. I actually have another one that yeah. was uh, January to June. Mm -hmm. Then this one picked up June to September. Mm -hmm. And then this blue one is September and I'm going to finish, well, I still got plenty of pages for, yeah. for this one here. But um, what I love about it is sometimes I can't even read my writing. I'm like, what are you yeah, saying here, Trace? I have that too. But what I mm -hmm. love about it, Nikki, I can go back and see, like you said, the, the way that I felt about some things and I don't feel that way anymore. Yeah. 
I can see how God answered prayers. I can see crises mm-hmm. that literally you God, can see the progress. I see progress. Yeah. I see progress in my own um, my own thinking and and in my own um, love. Sometimes mm-hmm. I my it's my first reaction is not the holiest reaction. And yeah. that, that grieves me. Like I, I've been asking God, would you heal my first reaction? Yeah. So that my, that my default would mm-hmm. be, um, one of, of love, that it would mm-hmm. re- reflect who God is and not my selfish nature. And boy, we've got a long way to go. Um, yeah, <laughs> but I love I writing it out. That, you know? I write out sometimes when I get stuck in my head, Yeah. the question, cause I like to get connected to what are the, who's the person I said I, I wanted to be? Mm. And so a, a question I'll ask myself, I, I borrowed this from another person was, what would that woman do today? Oh, that's good. That's so good. You know, what would that, what would that woman be doing right now at 9am in the morning? Mm. Would she be sitting here spinning on her thoughts? Or would she be getting going towards her goals? Right? What would that, how would that woman dress today? Mm. How would that woman walk today? Even if she was going to the grocery store? Wow. Right? Like, what what would that woman be thinking? What kind of phone calls would that woman be making today? You know, what kind of plans would she be doing? What would, what kind of, um, I don't know, I just make stuff up, right? What That's would good. she eat today? Yeah. That, the woman that is focused on this goal, what would she eat for breakfast today? Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? And th- that journaling process really just helps get you out of your own head and into the things of God and into the things that, that you, the things that God has impressed on you to do every single day. Mm. Right. It's so important. So important. I, I can't thank you enough for being with me. Oh, sure. I, I mean, anytime. Anytime you and I get together <laughs> to talk, I just always feel so full mm, and just so I'm grateful glad. for our enduring friendship now yeah. for how many years, Nikki? Oh, uh, gosh. Well, you've known me since yeah. I was 19. Yeah. Yeah. So that's at least 20 some years. That's amazing. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. We're lifers. We are lifers. You're stuck. I'm sorry. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Please don't go anywhere. And I learned, I learned so much. Mm. I learned so much from you. So um, I, I hope also um, for our friends that are listening right now, I hope that you have some people that you can process mm-hmm. some things uh, about your life with. Mm-hmm. I think that's also a great principle as well as if, as you're trying to be more aware and learn mm-hmm. from your life. Um, to have community, to have people that are safe, that you trust, mm-hmm. that you can bounce some things off of, people yeah. that know you really well, that will call you out and go, uh, mm-hmm. uh, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, that'll that'll help you to grow and become that person that you said you wanted to become mm-hmm. in the first place. So um, thank you so much for being here, Nick. And um, thank you for listening to the podcast, friends. We're so honored that you would hang out with us. <laughs> and as you look forward to 2023... Um, may I just um, pray a prayer over you. This is this is the prayer of St. Patrick. Mm-hmm. And um, I just think it's really appropriate and really beautiful as we think about what's behind and what's in front of us. Christ with me, Christ before me, Christ behind me, Christ in me, Christ beneath me, Christ above me, Christ on my right, Christ on my left, Christ when I lie down, Christ when I sit down, Christ when I arise, Christ in the heart of every man who thinks of me, Christ in the mouth of everyone who speaks of me, Christ in every eye that sees me, Christ in every ear that hears me. God bless your friends. Thank you so much for listening. Mm-hmm. 
Your Day Brighter is produced by me, Tracy Tiernan, for Brighter Media Group. Our executive producer is my friend John Lawhon. And I want to give a big shout out of gratitude to our wonderful team, Todd Gaddy, Aaron Branham, Caroline Burke, and Jared Akerst. So grateful for you guys and so grateful that we get to do this together. I hope that you'll share the podcast with somebody that you know would be encouraged by it. Spread the goodness around. And uh, we're going to take a little break, but we will be back with Your Day Brighter Season 5 in February of 2023. So excited. We've got some great things planned for you. So uh, go ahead and get that journal that you want and that pen that you love. And um, let's pay attention to this great, big, beautiful life that God has given us. God bless you. And you know what we like to say around here. Tell somebody your story today. Or better yet, ask to hear theirs. <laughs>